19th of May 2019, Sunday, 10.07pm. My name is James and this is Slobfest. Welcome, welcome back. It's your weekly dose of weirdness and exploration into the minds of strange people doing oh-so-strange things. On this show, we take a couple of unbelievable and bizarre news stories. We tell each one of them that the other one said something fucked up about them. And then we turn them against each other and see if he's out here doing life weirder. Going to kick things off with um, the nation has been polled. You're probably thinking uh, the uh, recent election here in Australia. Absolutely not. A new survey of more than 2,000 cleaners produced by local service marketplace Bark.com has revealed some of the strangest things cleaners have found while at work. Obviously, this is the poll that stops a nation. Um, so you've come to the right podcast. Number 10, bit of a classic, 10-inch wooden dildo. Bit specific, I think, that it's specifically 10 inches. Maybe just wooden dildo. Maybe it was a handle, actually. And <laughs> that could have... Greg, you're not going to believe this. Look at this. 10-inch dildo. That's the handle to a uh, duster. Is what you've got there. It's a long duster handle. What is 10 inches? 20 centimeters, something. Anyway, so a dick. A wooden dick. Number 10. Number 9. A replica farm in the living room, complete with real grass growing out of the carpet and watering holes. Now, I'm no green thumb. Uh, Notoriously, if you want to learn something about me, notoriously very bad at growing plants. I wish I was good at it, but... You know, <laughs> actually, let's face it. If the apocalypse comes, I have very few transferable skills. You know, those YouTube channels where you see like some guy in the wilderness, like turns mud, he gets dirt and mixes it with water and then he makes a mold and then bakes them into bricks and then he builds like a hut. That's never going to be me. My best bet is like, Maybe I get in with, like, the rough and rowdy boys and I can just make him giggle enough that they don't want to kill me, you know, and that they think, you know what? He gives us a couple of giggles. I'm gonna sh- he- He's cool. He gets to share some of this. And then I'm in. Um, if I've got to start, you know, growing stuff, oh, it's going to be a shit show. Uh, so I don't know how you start a replica farm in your living room. I can't grow something in sunlight with the necessary amount of water that it needs let alone growing something inside of a house out of a carpet not sure how that works although (laughs) although i will (laughs) i'll let you in on uh another little um peek behind the curtain into my life i live in an apartment building there's no there's no grass anywhere there's no there's no lawn i mean there's like a on there's like a shared level with like pools and tennis courts and stuff like that but uh and there they have lawn but it's not i mean there's no lawn that i'm tending to in this apartment there is no lawn that needs tending by me james okay however (laughs) i have recently started watching a lawn tips channel on youtube fairly regularly Let's put it this way: too much, too much for someone who doesn't have a lawn that needs to be tended to, and also too much for someone who doesn't. I don't have a lawn. I don't have a lawn. I'm not gonna. I don't need this. I'm just. It's just. It's useless information being piped into my head. Oh, interesting. That 
and that's the and that gives the grass nutrients okay okay and oh you want to do a, two passes with the lawnmower oh get a nice clean cut on the on the leaf okay that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense never going to use it at least not in the foreseeable future um so <laughs> Anyone out there, if you need any lawn tips, um, feel free to hit me up at Slotfest Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, or my personal socials at my Pixel Persona. If you need, um, you know, some help with some lawn tips, you know, I've got got quite a quite a quite a number of them to give you. I can help you out. Uh, number eight, <laughs> back to our list of things that cleaners have found. Uh, number eight here, a jar of dead moths. I'm personally fine with this one because I've been into, there's a shop in West End called the Collectica. I don't know if it's still there anymore, actually. But you know those like shops that have like taxidermy and books on witchcraft and stuff. Lots of, lots of uh, Anton LaVey books, you know, that is ty- those types of places. Or they have like, Egyptian statues. I don't know if that really crosses the the sort of does that does the, are, are these are these gaps bridged together? Audit like oddity shops is what I'm saying. Anyway, that oh, was a long roundabout way. But do oddity shops? You know what I mean? Like gothic style oddity shops. Do they have a lot of like Egyptian stuff? I'm not too sure. Anyway, this particular one does. Um, Jared Dead Moss I'm fine with because I feel like, you know, you go into those, those types of shops and they have, you know, insects pinned to boards in like deep frames, 3D frames. I don't know what they're called. Um, so I'm fine with that. You know, that's something that you would find in an oddity shop. You definitely see it on Etsy. You know, you're going to see it on Etsy. Um, so I'm okay with that one. Dead, a jar of dead moths. That's someone just collecting um, product for their uh, Etsy store. So I'm fine with that. Uh, number seven, a real elephant's foot. Okay. <laughs> Don't know how you would really, how you would verify that. I'm just trying to think if I saw an elephant's foot, just an elephant's foot, if I'd be able to be like, oh, that's an elephant's foot. I don't know. Again, maybe I'll look up some YouTube videos on it and then I'll get back to you. Um Number six. This one's weird. A sexual dollhouse brothel. What does that mean? A sexual dollhouse brothel. Does that mean just a regular old dollhouse, the contents of which someone has set up their own brothel scenarios? Is that what's happening? So like regular dollhouse... Maybe it's one of those ones that sort of just opens in one big piece at the back. So you see it from the front, Rego Dollhouse, Natch, perfectly fine with that. I'm just here to clean. Maybe I'll give it a quick, a quick squiz, you know, spritz with the Ajax spray and wipe, you know. You open the back of it and inside is like Ken has got Barbie and a sex swing and you've got Archie and uh, Jughead, Be- Betty, I don't know their names. Just trying to think. Oh, um, Wilma and Fred in. <laughs> Just trying to think of like uh, couples. Um, you know they're doing. 
one in oh Fred's Fred's all gimped out in leather and Wilma's like dragging him along but he's a dog he's a leather dog you know you know what I mean is that what's is that kind of the situation I think it'd have to be right how do you explain that to someone who finds it as well like just one of your mates they're like oh what the what do you have a dollhouse for and then they just they open it they are witness now to the you know sexual dollhouse brothel oh that's just my um that's an art uh, an art project that's yeah i'm doing some night classes just doing some night classes you know flexing the old creativity muscle you know that's just an art project you know don't don't look into that don't read into that really because it looks like a lot like a sexual no, no hey hey whoa whoa just an art project Nothing more, nothing less, just an expression of, you know, art stuff. Why is it sticky? Okay, put it, put it down. Close it up. Stay away from my things. (laughs) So dumb. So dumb. Uh, Number five, a five foot plaster statue of a penis. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Okay. Art takes all shapes and sizes. Some people just like to have big, you know, displays. Why Why is um, Michelangelo's David okay? But if I focus on just the dick and I do a five-foot statue of a dick in my house, oh, that's weird. You're an art prude. Fucking art prudes. Uh, number four, a jewelry box full of ladies' fingernails. Just gonna let that one sink in. A jewelry box full of ladies' fingernails. Not half full. Not half a box of fingernails. A full to the brim box of fingernails. That's pretty unexplainable. Do they mean like now clippings? Or do they mean like whole thing if it's whole fingernails, you've got a you've got a serial killer on your hands. There's no, there's no, there's no way around that. If it's fingernail clippings, dirty, disgusting, gross, weird, what are you doing, Lauren? Whole fingernails. I'm gonna put this back, pretend like I never saw it, and get out of the house that I'm in because I'm in a serial killer's house and my life is in danger. Why do you keep these, Lauren? They're my trophies. And then you run, and then you run. You throw the box of nails in their eyes and run. Uh, Number three, a clean chicken carcass under a pile of magazines. Sure. Again, Etsy. Could be some Etsy stuff. You don't know. You know, there was a guy, I used to watch an oddity show where a guy would get skulls and then he would do, he was known for doing exploded skulls. So he would sort of like break them up into pieces and then like sort of jig them out on like wires and stuff. Uh, And it looked like the skull was mid blowing apart. It sounds gruesome, but it's not. It just looks really cool. Maybe they would, you know, maybe they're doing some shit like that. Who knows? Uh, Number two, a collection of voodoo dolls full of pins. You know, it's 2019, you know, and with the amount of tea that's being spilled, you, you just... You gotta, you gotta find a way to get people back that works for you. And if voodoo, 
who do what you don't dare do, people. You know, I feel like, um, first of all, great song. Second of all, not not my cup of tea. You know, not not how I'm going to get back at someone. But, you know, I feel like, you know, play to your strengths. And if the dark arts is your thing, you know, all the power to you. Uh, and number one, a cardboard box full of ashes. So pretty standard. You know, sometimes you're urn shopping and there's just so many great urns. Again, Etsy, a lot of bespoke, handmade, hand-thrown, um, you know, uh, urns, pots, various different things. And, you know, it's hard to decide. So it's like, where, where do I keep, where do I keep, you know, granddad until I find him a dope fucking, you know, hand-thrown, bespoke, hand-painted polka dot um, Etsy urn to put him in. Keep him in a cardboard box. That just makes sense. So, you know, we learned a lot today. Clean- I don't know how... Because it says a survey of more than 2,000 cleaners. So, these were like... These these came up multiple times. And what... was Were they a bit sort of like loose with it? Because one was a 10-inch wooden dildo. That seems a little specific. Oh, I don't know what seems even more specific than that. Probably mm, a sexual dollhouse brothel. Did that come up multiple times? Or like, how did that work? Or did they just, they surveyed 2,000 people and then they picked out the weirdest shit. How was the sexual dollhouse brothel not fucking number one, by the way? Anyway... (laughs) Anyway, or I don't know, the um, mm, second thoughts, the full to the brim box of ladies' fingernails. Not good enough to be number one. No, number four, apparently. Jeez. But, uh, you know, you came here for weird news stories. Let's get, hey, let's tuck in to some news. You're hungry for some weird news and I'm here to satiate that is what I was gonna say and I'm gonna go with it you know that's what you get so um virtual reality porn is on the rise in South Korea where a new adult theme park offering VR porn experiences has just opened I feel like every it's every couple of weeks someone's bringing out some kind of new porn experience and you know I guess someone's got to do it, you know, someone's, hey, someone's got to be, you know, on the bleeding edge of dick and boobs. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I am the director of Inter, Intercorp. Oh, it's a corporation about Intercorp, so it's Intercorp. I know it's a little on the nose of uh, a title, but it was all I could think up when I was in the queue to register it with ASIC. Anyway, it's uh, not... Neither here nor there. Uh, I'm John, the director of Intercorp, and we're on the bleeding edge of dick and butt. And today, virtual reality porn, because it's on the rise. VR is on the rise, and everyone loves porn. What are you going to do? Pair them. Like a fine wine and a delicious cheese. VR and porn. It's the ultimate combination. Um... Like a chicken nugget and a sweet and sour sauce. Anyway, um, the tourist attraction is called Pinksy Adult Theme Park. Again, very Ron Seal method. You know, it's written on the tin. 
they like to just go ahead and call it what it is. And is surprisingly not the first establishment of its kind in the very conservative country. Not surprising. We've touched on, recently we touched on 5D porn. You know, we've touched on a lot of great stuff. A lot of great, the cutting edge of kinkiness really is uh, what this podcast is turning into. It's turning into just the tech the tech porn podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the tech podcast. Today, Pinksy Adult Theme Park. Visitors to the attraction are able to see artistic adult works, figurines, and snippets of pixelated porn. I'll tell you what, I'd be a bit miffed if I went all the way to an adult theme park, paid money to get in. It's a VR theme park, and I'm getting like 4K, 3D, VR pixelated porn ooh great experience that's like going to how welcome to my fine dining restaurant where i put the food in front of you but you can't eat it it's a smelling experience you just get to smell the food (laughs) is that the same thing anyway um the park's website describes its adult figure section as quote not just normal sexy figures uh, quote, this is about extraordinary harmonization between sexy figures and high quality love gels, condoms. Okay, that and that's where the sentence ends. Sexy figures and high quality love gels, comma, condoms, the site said. You've got to check this out right now, is a quote from the website. They're so jazzed on their own shit. They're like, guys, you... You do not want to fuck around on this one. You're going to want to check this out right now. From the outside, it just looks like a large shop with a number of private rooms. Uh, pictures, of course, on slopfestpod.com. Uh, and again, it does It does just look like... It just looks like some building that you would like walk past in the city. So, not sure why you get to call it a theme park don't know why that's okay but anyway um so from the outside it just looks like a large shop with a number of private rooms adult tech website sex tech guide noted pornographic websites books writings films magazines photographs and other materials of a pornographic nature are illegal in south uh, in south korea this is why the vr porn and other forms of pornographic material at the park will be pixelated so genitalia is not shown it kind of seems like why would you go to all the effort to make an adult theme park when you know that all sexiness is off limits. Sexiness is off limits and you're like, oh, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the fuck zone. Did I mention illegal? So everything everything that you would want to see and or hear is pixelated. Welcome to the census circle where you don't get to see shit. (laughs) Uh, Pinksy is said to be hoping to bring new experiences to its visitors, especially with its VR experience room. I'm experiencing what it's like to see censorship up close and in person, so I don't really know what the purpose of this is. Uh, The room is laid out with lots of headsets on tables around the walls. The headsets show one minute... (laughs) The headsets show one minute demo videos of 16 different scenes from across... Doink VR, VR Cosplay X, Babe VR, Kink VR, and 18 VR. 
visitors are expected to sit in the VR experience room together as it's designed to be more of a taster than an actual porn booth. Okay. Uh, Getting into the VR section will cost visitors around $13. Pinksy is also selling adult-themed tech souvenirs in its gift shop and is hoping to update all the rooms it has soon. Tech souvenirs in the gift shop. What would that even be? Hey, welcome to Pinksy's uh, souvenir shop. You can buy some um, stickers. You'll notice that we have a lot of uh, stickers. There, there. It's a black bar that says censored on it. Uh, and here is, this is two people having sex. Of course, you can't see that because it is pixelated, but that is uh, our two people having sex sticker. Uh, again, just um, pixelated squares, but trust trust on this it definitely is people fucking uh and also here is a 10 inch wooden dildo again it's just pixelated so it's a pixelated rectangle again take my word for it um you know it's just a taste it's just a taster of the experience and you know because it's because it's sexy but it's not too sexy everyone just has to sort of sit in the same room uh, wearing their little headset and experiencing nothing. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm having a hard time understanding how you can have a first of all theme park, not a theme park, but I, you know, you can't call it Pinksy's dingy fucking building with um censored nothing in it. They're selling nothing. Everything about this isn't the thing that they say that they say it is. Welcome to the adult theme park. Not a theme park. It's a dingy fucking building. Welcome to the VR experience. Barely an experience. I put on a headset and I see some pixelated shit. 16 different demos of pixelated shit. I know it's like, seems like I'm annoyed that I'm like not getting to see it. That's not the case. I'm annoyed that people try and sell things that aren't the thing that they claim it is. You're selling dingy pixels. Welcome to Pinksy's Dingy Pixels. So that's number one. You know, Pinksy is um, high up on the list. I'm filled with pixelated rage. Again, you can't see because I've been blurred out. But do know that on the other side of these blurred out pixels, I am filled with rage. So that's our uh, that's our number one. The... Um, adult theme park that isn't a theme park that's showing porn that isn't porn so they could just say it's anything anyway (laughs) i'm just saying you can't you can't be like hey this it's it's like do you know what this is it's it's the adult theme park equivalent of those like american kid halloween parties where they're like and this is a bowl of eyeballs ooh, and it's grapes and here and here are their intestines ooh, spaghetti you know what i mean like it's just it's not the thing i'm not saying that you could do the actual thing like you get my point maybe do you get my point because even i don't really get my point anymore what i'm saying is you can't sell a thing that's not a thing Okay, theme park, no, porn, pixels, no. So, no and no. Our second story. Let me just play the theme song for that. (laughs) 
That's right, everyone. It is uh, Beautiful People Watch, and uh, on this week, we have got... I'm um, just going to pause that there. Thank you very much, Marilyn. Um, beautiful People Watch, the segment of the podcast where we see, you know, what beautiful people are up to. You know, what are they doing this week? What rad shit is happening in their life? Beautiful People have had a website for a number of years. Uh, again, not being a beautiful person myself, I was unaware of this. So, um, you know, obviously, of course, you listening right now are absolutely gorgeous. So, you definitely would have heard of this website. And you're just going to be listening to this segment and thinking, what an ugly idiot. I can't believe he didn't know about this. Uh, on the international stage, Brits are famed for their bad teeth. Are they still... Is that still a thing? Do they actually have bad teeth? I don't know. Um but that might not be the only physical characteristic which has people running for the hills. That's a little full on. I don't think anyone, <laughs> a, a Brit smiles and they go, you hear, oh, what's, oh, this, this British man just smiled at me. And I feel like I can hear tunes, run to the hills. Ah, oh, is that Iron Maiden? What's happening? Under? Run for your life. Oh, I do love me some Maiden, but I don't know if I should stay or not because his teeth are gross. It's like, shut the fuck up. People have bad teeth. Get over it. Uh, <laughs> beautifulpeople.com is the dating website, which ha- it's not me having a gripe, by the way. I just want to clarify that. Th- they wrote in this article that Brits are famed for having bad teeth and that might not be the only physical characteristic which has people running for the hills. An actual publication wrote those words, okay, which is, that's right, ring-a-ding-ding, the correct answer is fucking stupid. Beautifulpeople.com is the dating website which has caused controversy precisely because it's only for beautiful people. Again, as you're aware. In case you're not sure how one gets access to such a tool, here's how it works. I mean, obviously, you know how it works. You're a gorgeous person, but, you know, for me, I'm just going to read this out for me. Prospective users register their interest, then sit tight for 48 hours while existing members of the opposite sex vote on their looks. I've always thought that that's weird because what if you're, what if you're gay? Then the opposite sex commenting on how you look seems a little bit superfluous because it's like, hey guys, what's up? I'm John. Uh, and Mary's like, ooh, John's ugly. And John's like, well, I'm not interested in you, Mary. I'm interested in Dave. So why, you know what I mean? Like, and I've always thought like, okay, trash TV, right? I'm going to admit this to you. I watch Love Island. Love Is it Love Island? Or it's Bachelor in Paradise. I think it's Bachelor in Paradise is what I'm thinking of. On that show, they have, even recently, okay, in the recent season, they had, um, you know, I think three women on there who were all attracted to women. And so they all, you know, went on dates. Um, I can't remember their names. I think one of the girls' names was Alex. And superfluous details. Anyway, so there, there were girls on there who were interested in girls, uh, which rocked the very foundation of... Australian media for some reason because it's 2019 who gives a shit um anyway still on that show the 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 premise is that you know um if it's the boys week then the boys have the power and they have to pick a girl 
um, to give their, you know, rose to or whatever the fuck so that they're safe. But there were girls on there interested in girls. So they never like, it never got to a point where they had to deal with it. But it was like a girl couldn't pick another girl and a dude like couldn't pick another dude. So you had to get someone from the opposite sex to pick you anyway. Weird premise. And so that's why I'm thinking with beautiful people, like why is it the opposite sex that votes on you? If, you know, not everyone's straight, dog. So anyway, um, massive tangent. Sorry about that. Uh, so prospective users register their interest, then sit tight for 48 hours while existing members of the opposite sex vote on their looks. It's a bit scary and Orwellian, but it has over a million members so maybe that's just people for you. This is such a weird article. So there's uh, a million members on the website. Since its inception in 2002, the site has rejected 8.5 million people worldwide for not being attractive enough. <laughs> so, you know, a, cl- a great website. Traits which gets the thumbs down from members include, but aren't limited to, bad skin, a large nose being, quote, thin fat or having either too much or too little hair. Bad skin, large nose. Large nose, can't do anything about that. Uh, thin fat. What is thin fat? And what is... And and then either having too much or too little hair. So you've got to be the perfect size. So not too thin, not too fat, I'm assuming. And then you've got to have the perfect amount of hair. So the takeaways for beauty, again, not that I need to tell you this, you're gorgeous. However, this is for me. You know, I have to control, I have to some I have to gauge the, the perfect barometer. I have to have the barometer for what is the perfect amount of hair. Tweet me. <laughs> Tweet me. Um at Slotfest Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. What is the perfect amount of hair? Let's do two, two separate categories. Sorry, three. Head, bod, grundle. Grundle is obviously the whole, um, you know the reach I'm talking about. So I would imagine you break it up into sections for the for the for having the perfect amount of hair. Because, um, you know, maybe you're like, oh, no hair on head, no hair on bod, all hair on grund. That's probably not what you want, you know, or do you want like an even, an even mix? Do you want some for all three? Do you want to see again? I don't know. This is why I couldn't make it on beautifulpeople.com because you know, I just have more questions than I'm giving you answers. I apologize. Um, out of these 8.5 million people who didn't make the grade, one nationality came up over and over again, the UK. Yes, in last place comes the United Kingdom tied with India, Russia, and the Philippines. As for the most good-looking nation, the Scandinavian countries came out on top on this racist-ass website. <laughs> like, Jesus, fuck. Okay. Oh, yes, everyone from uh, the UK, India, Russia, and the Philippines. Yuck. All of the Scandi boys and girls. Yum. Well, now I'm thinking about it. I'm just like Alexander Skarsgård. Gorgeous. PewDiePie. Gorgeous. 
um, the guy who played Jamie Lannister. I think he's Swedish. Gorgeous. The guy who played Jack and Hagar, probably also from Scandinavia. Gorgeous. <laughs> um, well, maybe it checks out Skarsgård. Skarsgård's gorgeous. We've already said it. Um, Greg Hodge. Managing director of Beautiful People, who was himself booted off the site. <laughs> Even He's too ugly to be on his own website. I love that. Uh, says the results are a bitter pill to swallow. He said Sweden and Norway are proving to be the most aesthetically blessed nations in the world. Racist. Uh, UK men and women aren't faring well, especially UK men who share the dubious honor of being classified as the ugliest in the world on par with Russian and Polish men. This website sucks. This website and everyone on it fucking sucks. I would say Britain is stumbling, especially the men, because of a general lack of grooming and an inactive pub culture lifestyle. It being English myself, this is a bitter pill for me and my countrymen to swallow. I mean, fuck, dude. Each to their own. It's like, imagine starting this website. Ugh. Sometimes people do things and I all I think is just like, you suck and you fucking are trying to make everyone else seem like they suck. Greg, you and your website suck and everyone on the website sucks. I wonder if people, I was going to say, I wonder if people have that as a badge of honor. You know they do. Yes, use a 908... 984,753. I am of beautifulpeople.com because they're Scandinavian. We've already, we've been over this. The majority of people on there who are, quote, aesthetically blessed are the Scandi people. You know that people rock that as a badge of honor. Yes, number 723 on beautifulpeople.com. I was accepted. Were you accepted, Gregory? Of course not, Gregory. Look at your fucking face. <laughs> that's the type... In my mind, that's the type of people who are on this website. Oh, all I'm thinking is, like, there's going to be people out there who are like, well, maybe maybe I'm... Maybe I can... Maybe, I'll, you know, I'll submit myself to see if people think I'm good-looking or not. Oh, that's heartbreaking. That someone's, because you know someone's going to be like, oh, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I could be on there. Or like, am I good enough to be on there? And they submit themselves and then a million people vote and go, no, you suck. Oh, don't let, uh, first of all, fuck that. You do you. You know what I mean? Like, beauty is like so subjective. It's like art. And I mean, like, it's like, it's like anything. It's subjective. You know what I mean? Like, if, you know, I, you know, a lot of people don't like a movie, but you loved the movie. Does that make the movie shit? Well, not for you, it doesn't, because you liked it. You know what I mean? It doesn't, I don't think that there's any sort of like universal, like, Yes, this is good. I mean, for, you know what I mean for like certain things. I don't mean like some people are like, well, I think murder is okay. Not that shit. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. I mean like art and stuff and, you know, things. Shit is subjective. And you need to stop 
stop trying. Don't ever validate your worth on what anyone else thinks is what I'm trying to say. Out of all of this, I'm just trying to say, don't validate your self-worth based on what other people think. You fucking do you. Do the things that you're into and pursue what you want to fucking pursue and, you know, fuck everyone else. People are either going to accept you or they're not. And at the end of the day, that's on them. It's not, it's kind of, you know, not everyone likes everyone. And it's really not up to you whether someone does or not. You know what I mean? Welcome back to um, James tries to give advice but fails miserably. Um, but you get what I'm saying. Don't ever base yourself on what other people think of you. Um, our final story here. This is an actual article by the New York Post, by the way. So keep that in mind. All of it, word for word, is what they wrote. Keep that in mind as I read it. A Connecticut woman got so steamed when her job application to Kentucky Fried Chicken was ignored. She conked a manager on the head with a metal pipe, according to a report on Friday. The bizarre brawl began when Carolise Ayala called the fast food joint in Bridgeport to complain that she'd submitted a resume but hadn't gotten a call back. We've all been there. We've all been ghosted by a fucking job interview or a job application. It's just because people, unfortunately, have figured out that not ever getting back to anyone is so much easier than having to deal with anything ever again. I know, I know what I'll do. Nothing. And it'll just go away. Or it won't, and they'll try and reach out to me, and I'll just also do nothing. Later, she stormed the restaurant and allegedly took a swing at 45-year-old manager Bagmadi Persad, who fought back by throwing a container of scalding water on her on May 3rd. This took a turn. I fucking applied for a job. You know, I get ghosted on Tinder. Don't fucking ghost me on my job application. Persad suffered second-degree burns on her face, neck, and arms. That was the woman that threw the water, though. If you, like, throw boiling water at someone and you fuck your own shit up, Who's liable then? They can't be liable because you did it, right? I don't know. Um, But both women are in hot water. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, New York Times. In the same sentence, it says, Persad suffered second-degree burns on her face, neck, and arms, but both women are in hot water over the Kentucky Fried Kerfuffle. Come on. Come on. Hot water. Kentucky Fried Kerfuffle. That's how you choose to... This this sounds like a fairly brutal assault on both ends. And th- that's how they've chosen to describe this. Passat appeared in court on Wednesday for an arraignment while her lawyer, James Ruan, called the water toss self-defense. A surveillance video also shows Ayala pick up a piece of metal display and whack Passat with it uh, on the side of the head. Police told the outlet. Passad was charged with second-degree assault. Ayala was busted for assault also. So both of them got busted for assault. That's crazy. Over getting ghosted on a fucking job application. I just think, like, how did you how did you expect that to go after that? You go in and have, like, this big knockdown, drag-out confrontation with someone, and then they go, oh, you know what? You really, you really bested me when you picked up that piece of metal pipe and you conked me with it. 
Uh, you know what? Well done. Uh, and, a fair, and a fair gladiator's handshake to you. And you have earned the position now. Now that you have... Now that you have defeated me, you become manager of the KFC. That's how that works. And very much like a wolf pack. You know, you challenge the alpha. We do have an honorable mention, but, you know, as is the nature of the show, we've got to pick ourselves a winner here. Uh, obviously, as much as I have, a, I have a significant issue with a certain theme park, classifying itself as a theme park, dingy building, and offering VR pornographic experiences, pixels. I'm going to have to go with um, Posad and Ayala. You know, at the same time, you sort of have to think where that person was coming from and why they went down. You know, they've probably applied to like a million jobs and they really need something. I feel like that's the actions of... Well, obviously you can't condone it and it doesn't excuse what they did. I'm just saying, you know, Clearly, those are the actions of a desperate person. So, um, as shitty as the whole situation is, you can really sort of, uh, you can feel for someone who, who's, you know, just out here just trying to fucking earn, earn a crust, you know, cream. Cash rules everything around me. Cream. Get the money. As, as shitty as that is sometimes. But, um, you know, that's uh, reluctantly, that's how, no, you know what? You know what? Fuck you, Pinky. You're the winner with your your fake-ass pixels and your bullshit theme park. Your theme park of piss. I was, about to, I was about to make it the KFC people. When it dawned, it's like, no, this is just someone who's desperate to work and has been applying to a lot of jobs. They've been putting themselves out there. You know, they're frustrated and they don't know where to... They just... Oh, got bills to pay, you know, fucking... You're now you're not gonna you know, and they take you take it out in the wrong place. I understand that. I understand that. And that's why they're not the fucking winner. Fuck you, Pinky. Fuck you and your fake ass porn bullshit. Theme park of piss. Got an honorable mention here. An Arkansas woman who posed as a California sheriff's deputy to break her boyfriend out of jail has been sentenced. Maxine Feldstein, 30, pleaded guilty on Monday to several charges, including criminal impersonation, and was sentenced to 30 years in prison, but half her sentence was suspended by the judge. So, 15 years, I guess? In July, Feldstein posed as Deputy L. Kershaw with the Ventura County Sheriff's Office at the Washington County Jail and presented forged documents to fool those at the jail into freeing her boyfriend... What? This is like some Ocean's fucking 19 shit. Boyfriend Nicholas Lowe reportedly told Feinstein to pose as a deputy from the sheriff's office, citing court documents. Lowe told his girlfriend uh, she should tell the jail staff that the sheriff's office was having issues with overcrowding and all low-priority extraditions have been suspended. Two days later, a real Ventura County Sheriff's deputy called into the jail. Uh, to let them know he was on his way to pick up Lowe, which is when which is when jail officials realized what happened. How easy it is is it to fucking just what you make a quick stop at the fucking uh, party supply store, get yourself a convincing sheriff's outfit, and you pop on down and go, "Oh, hey guys, what's up? Oh yeah, what's up, Mark?" Because you're just reading the name tag. You got to act like 
you got to act like you've been there before. You know what I mean? You can't you can't walk in there like you've never been there and be like, oh yes. And where is the bathroom? <laughs> you have to walk in and be like, what's up, Mark? How are the kids? I don't have any good stuff. Anyway, just here to pick up nickels. The couple was arrested in Fayetteville about a month after the incident. So not not only did she swan in and give the best Ocean's 19 impersonation of a deputy sheriff in, like, the greatest performance whatsoever, she walks out with her boyfriend and they're, like, just chilling for a month? That's crazy. Uh, in court earlier this week, Feldstein also pleaded guilty to second-degree kim- criminal impersonation, forgery, and third-degree escape. In February, Lowe pleaded guilty to, to third-degree escape and was given a year in prison with credit for time served and will be suspended for five years once he's released. That's fucking crazy. You have, you, like, put yourself in that position. You That whole day, you must have been absolutely fucking shitting yourself just walking i'm walking into the belly of the beast i am in i am impersonating a sheriff's deputy walking into a prison to to waltz out of here with my fucking boyfriend that i mean god damn it's a crime but sometimes crimes can be impressive and that was an impressive crime and i hate to admit it I hate to be the one to say it, but that was an impressive crime. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode. Head over to slotfestpod.com to get more in-depth show notes, images, and bespoke handcrafted cover art for this and previous episodes. Slop a follow on the socials to be notified when new episodes go live. And also while you're there, to have a bloody chat. You know, maybe you've got some weird news or a weird story. Send it my way. At Slopfest Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, or you can, you know, if it's too weird, too wacky, too zany, too unbelievable, you can also email it to me, slopfestpodcast at gmail.com. You know, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to have a chat. Frequently jump in, have a chat to people who are leaving comments. Love it. Love everything about it. (laughs) I felt like it was about to bust out into a rap for a second there. Absolutely not at 11 p.m. on a Sunday night. Um, thank you so much for joining me on this journey for, you know, listening, for giving your time, uh, you know, for this episode and all other episodes. I really do appreciate you giving your time and, you know, tuning in and and listening. I really do. I really, I I know I always say it. Oh, here we go again. He's, he's talking about how thankful he is that I'm listening, but, uh, no, I really, I really do appreciate it. You know, it's um, it's that type of because you know you start doing these things and you know you're like I want to do a podcast. You know that'd be fun. And then when people start listening to it and they're you know sending you fucking comments and stuff and jumping in to have a chat, you know it really sort of it motivates you to keep going. And you're like, oh cool, you know other people are enjoying this and it's not just me um shitting into the void. <laughs> you know, um, which is always good, which is always nice to know that, um, you know, I'm not alone. You're not alone. We're here together as we do each week, me and you. But yeah, I really do appreciate you coming in and listening and being on this journey with me. It's you and I, we're venturing out into the podosphere, 
together. Well, really out into just sort of our life, just out into our lives, you know. And um, what am I saying? You know, I always get to the end of these episodes and, um, you know, I say all the things that I have to say and then I just sort of waffle on, you know, don't really end. We've, we've found my weakness, endings. To a lesser extent, beginnings. Well, no, beginnings also still pretty bad. Middles could use some work. Endings, though, very bad. As we've seen, I mean, we're we're in it right now. You know, when 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 am I going to fucking end it? Uh, right now. I'll see you next week. <laughs>